We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Fantasy Sports Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm Jake Letarski, joined today by Shoeless John McKechnie. You can follow him on Twitter, at Johnny McKex. You can follow me, at Jakeski52. Now, not to not to talk too much about wiffle ball here, but I got I to gotta ask, John, uh, Sunday night, what's it feel like to hit a walk-off with no shoes on? Uh, I mean, it's pretty wild. You know, you're coming up bottom of the, bottom of the fifth, which is effectively the bottom of the ninth for our wiffle ball purposes you know i'm just trying to get on base trying to keep the keep the uh base runners moving try to give us a chance and uh you know chris benzine just left one right in the sweet spot and i just uh, put that sucker over the right center field wall so feeling pretty good about it it was uh it was a magical moment and i did the edwin encarnacion you know parrot run uh you know just to kind of uh Give it all, give it all I had really in terms of the celebration. I had to let it fly. Right, right on. Wiffle ball is just as much about bat flips and celebrating as it <laughs> right. is actual any, any skills. But uh, we'll move on from there. I know DVR and I kind of gave the rundown of this cool wiffle ball place in Madison. 
on uh, on yesterday's podcast. But uh, let's get into the daily slate today. It is a pretty full slate Tuesday. We have uh, just one early game, uh, Justin Verlander and the Tigers against uh, Josh Tomlin and the Indians here. They're going to be at 610 Eastern, so too early to get on most FanDuel slates today. Uh, you might be able to, if you dig deep enough, you might be able to find one here. But let's get things going, John, by talking about our cash game pitchers. You can call them chalk plays if you want, uh, but they're tr- pitchers that you generally want to be a little bit safe for four now there is a top tier that kind of separates itself on Tuesday's slate of games you got Jake Arietta at Pittsburgh he's 12,100 of course far and away the most expensive pitcher on any day that Kershaw is not taking the mound right. we also have Sonny Gray versus Seattle and Hisashi Iwakuma Gray's priced at 9,700 and we have Matt Harvey Against Atlanta and with uh, Matt Whistler on the mound, Matt Harvey checks in at 9,500. Then we have nine pitchers between 8,000 and 8,700 to make up your middle tier. Guys like Jeff Samarja, Michael Waka, Jose Quintana, Stephen Wright, Tanner Roark, Aaron Nola, Marco Estrada, Hisashi Iwakuma, and Scott Casimir. John, now, uh, do you have a favorite play out of all of these guys? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of options to choose from. Pretty full slate. How are you going to differentiate yourself on Tuesday? Well, I think, it, I mean, looking at the guys you just mentioned, how many are just kind of like sandwiched into that 8700 to 8000 price range, you're, you're just kind of getting a lot of a lot of the same guys. And I think most people are probably going to opt to go with a guy like on a, on a good team, up your win probability. Totally understandable. But I'm going to go off the reservation a little bit this time. I'm going to go with Aaron Nola because he's been he's been on fire to start the year. He's he's been striking batters out. Uh the Phillies have actually been a lot more competitive uh than I than I or probably anyone expected. I mean, they didn't they uh, go into Washington and sweep the Nationals last week. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to blink in the in the face of of a team that's supposed to be better. So he's going against St. Louis. So his ownership is probably going to be pretty low. But at the same time, Nola hasn't struck out less than six batters in any of his outings. He's gone seven strong in each of his last two. I know the Cardinals can really uh, stack up some runs, but the way that Nola's throwing the ball right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my chances and go with him. Yeah, Nola, a bit of an uncanny, unconventional play because typically in, in ta- cash games you're going to go f- for safety. Right. But I really got to hand it to Nola with what he's been able to do in five starts this year. Made it through 33 innings. He's got a K per nine above 10, so that gives you plenty of strikeout upside. And he's He's got a 3.55 ERA, but that is backed up wonderfully by a 2.56 FIP and a 2.63 XFIP. Thank you, Fangraphs, you by the way. Uh, those numbers just, uh, you know, they all add up in his favor. And you know, the Cardinals, they have a pretty solid offensive lineup. They always seem to find value in the scrap heap. But mm-hmm. it's not like you're facing murderers row against the Cardinals this year. So point. it's something that you need to think about. I mean, if you just look at, uh, I guess, season long, um, I like to rank players by ca- categories such as weighted on base percentage just kind of an all-encompassing offensive category Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean the Cardinals okay well I I mean they're right up there at the top of the league in that category but they're running into Nola today and I think there's a decent chance that you can get some value out of Nola hoping so all right, as far as I'm going, I'm going to go more chalk with mine, a little bit more traditional. Uh, you know, I, I like Arietta. I think he has a chance, but, I mean, as far as the Pirates go, uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty tough matchup, uh, even for him. Uh, not a huge fan of Sonny Gray, uh, but I could see going that way. I'm going to go to that top tier still, though, and I'm going to pick Matt Harvey, who's priced at 9500 and he is against the Braves. Now, there is a, a little bit to go off of here. Excuse me, Harvey needed 101 pitches to get through five innings during his last road start against the Braves. 
But he's going to be back at home at City Field Tuesday night. And the Mets are minus 220 favorites. That's the highest spread of the day. I mean, you have to, you have to, Essentially, what that means for our novice listeners is you have to bet $220 on the Mets to win $100. Right. So, uh, I mean, that's quite a big uh, spread there for you. Uh, and, I mean, the book is out on this Braves offense. They are absolutely dreadful. The injuries have only... The tank only... is on, man. The yeah. tank is so on. They're, they're like the 76ers or something. I know. They're going to be racing with Milwaukee for that first overall pick here this year, I believe. That's true. But, I mean, that offense is just... Terrible. They're dead last in the league with a 263 weighted on base percentage. And just to put that number in perspective a little bit, okay, the Braves sit at 30, the Phillies sit at 29, and they have a 284 weighted on base percentage. That's 21 point difference between the number 29 and the 30 teams. So the Braves aren't just bad offensively, they're absolutely dreadful. They're just terrible. I mean, DVR and I discussed this on uh, the morning press a little bit yesterday how they're almost a full standard deviation away from the next best team in that category. So the Braves Braves are just terrible. That's something that I've brought up and I know Harvey hasn't really been himself lately, and you know if you take the Matt Harvey name away from his game log and put maybe a Nola or another younger name on that, I think his price is probably in the eighty-seven to eighty-five hundred dollar range, not quite at ninety-five hundred. So it limits the value just a little bit, but overall, I mean, I think Harvey's going to bounce back sooner or later. And what better opportunity to do it than a home start where he's revered against an offense and division rival? That I mean, just. An offense that's terrible. I think he's really got uh, the the cards are in his favor right. on Tuesday. Yeah, it's only a matter of time until he he starts going. You know, seven strong innings with with eight nine Ks, and I think tonight is definitely a good chance for that to to begin. All right, so moving on from those cash game chalk pitchers here, uh, we're going to head on to hitters, discuss. We're going to do it a little differently this week, try doing it position by position just to make sure we give you, our listeners, an option at just about every uh, every position here. We're going to start out with the catcher spot. I've got a little bit of a stretch as my catcher pick today, but, uh, John, you've got someone uh, someone interesting who I also happen to agree with. Who are you rolling with in the catcher spot? Uh, for catcher, I'm going to go with JT Realmuto uh, of the Marlins going up against Patrick Corbin of the Diamondbacks uh the Marlins are at home pitch more of a pitcher's park obviously but still comfortable confines for him uh he's and he's got uh the he's a right-handed batter going against a lefty in Corbin Corbin hasn't looked all that sharp yet uh this season and Real Murtil you don't have to break the bank to get him and I think he's been a pretty consistent play three straight double-digit FanDuel performances I just like his chances right there under 3,000 yeah, right on. I can see very much a lot of Marlins being in play uh, against Corbin tonight, especially those right-handed bats. Yeah, that's uh, a big theme for me today. <laughs> yeah, a big theme. So we're going to see a lot of that uh, moving forward. Now, I, you know, the Marlins at home, uh, you know, I do kind of like what they bring to the table this evening. But my catcher pick is a little bit more of a stretch. I actually went all the way down to a minimum price option just because uh, I have, spoiler alert, I managed to find a lineup where I have got Paul Goldschmidt, Mike Trout, and Giancarlo Stanton, and A-Rod in it tonight. And how did I get there? We'll see once we get to the uh, cash game pitchers, or I'm sorry, the tournament pitchers at the end of the show. But one of the steps in me getting there was utilizing Russell Martin of the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, don't get me wrong. He is 
he's been just absolutely dreadful. There's uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, he's below the Mendoza line. He's even losing a bit of playing time lately. But he gets a chance against a left-handed pitcher, against Martin Perez, and he's got that platoon split advantage. He's at home. Of course, there's a zero risk, but you can't really get negative points this year. It's true. So... I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with him in, in hopes of really maximizing my value for my other hitters. Definitely. And like, if you're going for the minimum priced catcher, you're, you're almost surprised, almost shocked, really, to see him down that far. I think, you know, Martin, once he kind of starts to click in a little bit more, uh, you know, he won't be down in this price range for long. So I, th- I think the matchup mm-hmm. speaks for itself here. I think that's a really solid pick. Yeah, I mean, Martin spent most of uh, the 2015 season up over $3,000. So, I, you know, I can't imagine they're just going to give up on him quite yet. Just a veteran, a good leader, only 33 years old. So it's not like he's way over the hill in terms of veteran status. So someone to watch for, someone I might continue to use regularly if I'm going to punt catcher and, and hope for the best. Now, top tier options on the day, you're looking at guys like, uh, like Buster Posey, perhaps, or um, or Cervelli from the Pirates. I wouldn't use Cervelli against Arietta tonight. That'd be a, that'd be a rough place. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to find value in the catcher position tonight, and uh, that just seems to be one place where I might be able to find some. Let's move on to first base here, where it's been a generally very deep position uh, over the course of the year. So you do want to you, sometimes you want to pay up for your Goldschmidt's and your Rizzo's of the world, but other times you might be able to find some value in the scrap heap. John, you've got a pretty good example of that tonight. Who are you rolling with? Yeah, I'm going to go with C.J. Crone of the uh, of the Angels at 2,600. Now, uh, if you asked me even a week ago, I would have never considered putting him into my lineups. Because uh, he, he get, just got off to such a dreadful start to the year, he just looked totally lost. But over the last week, he's slashing 500 with a 500 on base and a 6.43 slugging, and that you know that's insane. You know that'll come back to earth a little bit. But over the last two weeks, batting 3.57 with the 4.38 on base and a 5.36 slugging. So I like the I like the trend he's heading in, and he's going up against uh, the Brewers and this guy Junior Guerra, who just got called up Tuesday. He's kind of a older guy, more of like mm-hmm. a quad A type of pitcher, maybe like a stopgap. So I think really cheap if you want to if you want to stack your uh, stack your lineup elsewhere and kind of punt it not not necessarily punt at first base, but but save a good bit of coin. Crone uh, is my guy. Yeah, I think there's a lot of angels that are going to be in play. I mean, the Brewers have their fair share of solid prospects that will be on their way eventually this year. But you mentioned Garrett, just kind of a stopgap, a, mm-hmm. a veteran minor league player. So uh, CJ Crone, absolutely worth consideration. One guy I like, if you happen to catch that early Detroit uh, Cleveland game, uh, you might want to consider Carlos Santana. Now, I'm looking at most contests, and I don't see that game in there, but if you happen to be playing on another site that includes it, or uh, just uh, you find a contest on FanDuel where the Verlander-Tomlin matchup is in play, you got to take a look at Carlos Santana just because he does have seven career home runs against Verlander. Mm-hmm. That's on average one home run every eight at-bats. So you're pretty much at a very, very mid-tier, uh, low to mid-tier price first base option. You have a coin flip shot of a home run or at least i'd like to think so so someone possibly in play then you toss in the fact that i think verlander just got engaged to kate upton maybe he's not all there mentally right now santana definitely could take him deep yeah exactly (laughs) he might be uh that that seems to be the running joke with uh a lot of a lot of tigers fans how uh he hasn't quite been the same since (laughs) kate and you know what i don't think i would be either so uh give the man some credit there (laughs) let's move on to the keystone here john we've got some second base options that are pretty intriguing here now uh a lot of times 
sometimes you have to pay up big for the second base position, but there's some options under 3,000 tonight that are very intriguing. What are you rolling with this evening, John? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with DJ LeMayhew of the, of the Rockies. His, his price is under 3,000. I think that's cheap for him. I know he's been a little bit hot and cold this year, but he's going up against the Padres. He's going up against Andrew Kashner, who really uh, – has not been himself this year, even stretching back to last year a little bit. Uh, he, he's just really kind of in a rough patch at the moment. Uh, Lumehu has a decent, or has, has a good history and a kind of a smaller sample against Kashner. He has a 417 batting average, getting on base uh, 46.2% of the time against Kashner. I think he's a pretty solid, safe play uh, for under 3,000, so I, I'm going to go with Lemayhew there. Yeah, there are a lot of high-priced options at second base. I mean, Jose Altuve, 4,200. Neil Walker, 4,000. Rafnet Odor at 4,000. Forsyth, 3,800. You know, none of those are jumping out at me. I suppose Altuve is always in play with a uh, with a relative unknown and experienced option on the mound for the Twins today as far as Major League experience goes. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to run down the line a little bit uh, this evening. Now, he got the day off yesterday, so hopefully he's fresh. I like Jed Lowry of the A's going up against Asashi Iwakuma and, and, and the Mariners there. I almost said Seahawks. Got to shake that football there for a second. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Jed Lowry, before yesterday's day off, he had hit in the two spot in, I think, four or five straight games. Nice. And uh, at 2,700, I think, uh, with the platoon advantage there, he'll be able to provide some production, at least get on base, maybe mix a steal in there. He has a chance chance for an RBI or some runs you know with uh you know a couple decent Oakland bats behind him you know definitely not murder's row but I think he's a good chance to find value at 2700 uh and, and allow you to potentially fill the rest of your lineup with um with some other things now I used in uh my favorite lineup that I've put together so far today I've got Ben Zobrist as a second base option I'm using a lot of Cubs hitters against uh John Neese especially guys that will bat from the right hand side of the plate so guys that I'm thinking of now what about the hot corner there's a lot of power in play here uh this afternoon this evening I suppose uh who are you rolling with at third base I'm going to go back to, to that uh, to that Marlins game. I'm going to go with Martin Prado sitting at 3,200. I mean, he's just on fire right now. I mean, uh, 583, 600, 667 slash line over the last week. Uh, he's facing a lefty. He's batting 500 against lefties on the season already as it is. At 3,200, you know, it's... A, it's kind of like a middle of the road type of price, you know. You, if you're not going to pay up the five thousand for Arenado or the, mm-hmm. you know, even like even a guy like Matt Carpenter at thirty nine hundred, he he always seems to be a guy that his price is high. You think he's producing a lot, and then you'll see that like the Cardinals have scored ten runs in a game, and you're excited to see how Matt Carpenter has done. And it's like, oh, he was zero for three with a walk and a run. Like he he's kind of has like no part in in some of their bigger games. He's been really frustrating for me in season long. Obviously, I'm venting a little bit here, but uh, so Prado cheaper cheap on the cheaper end of the spectrum at thirty two hundred. Good matchup, and he's just on fire right now. I'm, I'm rolling with him. Yeah, third base, you're going to almost have to get yourself at least 20 fantasy points from tonight because there are so many hot matchups tonight. You can never really go wrong with Arenado. Josh Donaldson's facing a lefty in, um, in I believe, uh, Martin Perez. Yep. And Donaldson sits at 4,800. I mean, he's we talked about you know homers per at-bats. I mean, against left-handed pitching, there's no, no one really better than Donaldson. So Donaldson's the chalk play. I also like Chris Bryan at 4,500. Again, he'll have 
have that uh, platoon matchup in his favor this evening. But uh, I'm going to save a little bit of money here, actually, and go with Alex Rodriguez. Now, 3,500, maybe not having the greatest year so far, but his numbers against Chris Tillman are certainly no joke. He is 6-for-13 in his career against Tillman. He's got four home runs and nine RBI, so 13 at-bats, four home runs. That seems like uh, someone that I'm going to be chasing after tonight uh, just because... I can save myself 1500 from a guy like Arenado or Donaldson right. and hopefully have the expectation of similar production there. So uh, putting that salary elsewhere in my lineup this evening. Yeah, and as an Orioles fan, watch a lot of Chris Tillman. Uh, I think the, he usually just struggles against the Yankees in general, and I think there's going to be a lot, of go, a lot of runs going in that game tonight. Yeah, all right. So let's move on to the shortstop position. Uh, a little bit tougher to find value on occasion here. Uh, my personal shortstop this evening is going to be Javi Baez at 2,500 against John Neese. Again, part of my Cubs kind of right-hander stack, if possible, mm-hmm. uh, in that matchup. I'm guessing Baez will start over Tommy Lestella, who bats from the left-hand side of the plate. So, I mean, that's, of course, something that you're going to want to double-check the Rotowire lineups page just to be sure about. John, what about you on the shortstop end today? Yeah, I wasn't overly... Uh, impressed by by the kind of uh, second and third tier options at shortstop, but it, with that in mind, I'm just going to kind of punt it. I'm going to go with Eduardo Nunez of Minnesota at 2,700 going against Houston and Colin McHugh. Uh, Nunez had a big game Monday night, and what I like about Nunez, especially as a, as sort of a punting option, is that he hasn't had a goose egg in in his last. 10 games so he's got consistency you you have a pretty good feeling that he's going to be able to at least get on base a few times maybe come around to score plus I just kind of have a feeling about going against Houston pitchers this year where until I can see some consistent production out of their starters I'm not afraid to use hitters against them whatsoever I think that Nunez can take advantage of this matchup against Colin McHugh who's mm-hmm. struggling I think it's a solid play for 2700 Yeah, and on the opposite side, I, I got to imagine that Carlos Correa is in play at 4100 and then Xander Bogarts has really ascended. He's tied with Trevor Story, both of those two players priced at 4200 Now, mm-hmm. again, both very safe picks, but uh, if you're spending 4200 at the shortstop spot, it might limit you in some other areas. Now, what about outfielders? Uh, one outfielder that jumps out to me personally that I used on Monday night and got a home run out of was Preston Tucker. Now, he's going up against that. Alex Meyer and the Twins. He's only two thousand dollars. That's as minimum price as you get. Wow. Even after the home run last night, he's two thousand. You think usually a homer like will lift you to about twenty five hundred, but the price hasn't adjusted yet. I think part of the reason is because there's a little bit of a question of whether or not Carlos Gomez will be back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Now he was he was out of the lineup Monday. If he's out of the lineup again Tuesday, I think Preston Tucker is pretty much a lock. Uh, you know, he's got the, I think he has the platoon matchup in his favor. And uh, just for $2,000, you can hardly get an outfielder that's starting, let alone someone as skilled as Tucker. So he's someone that I'm going to roll with here. Seriously. I, I also like Jason Hayward at 3,300. He's got two home runs against John Neese. Um, and uh, that'll, that'll just kind of be part of my Cubs stack mm-hmm. in those particular lineups here. Now, uh, John, I think you're going more chalk on the outfield end. If you had to pick out one chalk play for the day, who would that be? Yeah, outfield is definitely where, where I like to, to pay up for people. And in this case, as has been the theme today, going with the Marlins, going with Mike Stan- or Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> wow, that was a... That's Old a throwback, mistake, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's going against Corbin, like we've mentioned. He slugs, he's slugging 900 against lefties. That's not his. Not own, an OPS, folks. No, that is his slugging percentage. So, 
yeah, I I think he's going to click. I think we're going to see one of those bombs where where Corbin, you know, throws a pitch, sees sees Stanton get into it, and then he just doesn't even bother to look back because it's so far gone. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I am using Stanton in uh, in a lot of my lineups here. Now, in that same game, I guess if I had to pick one chalk play for the day, now it came down to when we talked about first baseman, I didn't really mention him because we're trying to pick value, but as far as chalk goes, I really like Paul Goldschmidt at 4200 You know, mm-hmm. he's getting a break from that price tag that's been up around 5000 and he'll be going up against left-hander Juan Nicolino uh, for the Marlins. Uh, Goldschmidt has a 1,000 OPS against left-handed pitchers. Now, that game is in Miami, so the ballpark factor doesn't do him a ton of favors. Maybe that's why his price is depressed a little bit. But the 1,000 OPS against lefties, I like. I think there's a good chance he can hit homer number 7 of the year, I believe. So, um, so yeah. So, yeah, in summary, I'm going with Goldschmidt as my chalk play. Now, we kind of alluded to this um over the course of our hitter stack here but y- your favorite hitter stack is going to be the marlins against corbin tonight it, it is yep yep and i'm rolling with the cubs right hander specifically like too. against john nice uh, now the highest over unders just for reference we got tropiano and the angels at or Guerra and the Brewers over under nine. Perez and the Rangers at Estrada and the Blue Jays over under nine. Samarja and the Giants at Mascot and the Reds over under eight and a half. Uh, Meyer and the Twins at McHugh and the Astros over under eight and a half. So some other stack games to potentially consider just based on the numbers here. Well, MLB season is here, and that means daily fantasy baseball is back. Go to FanDuel.com to play now. Building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1, so anyone can play. That's FanDuel.com. Go ahead and check out our sponsors. One of my favorite sites to play on, hands down, period. They all, they treat us real well here at Rotowire, and they'll treat mm-hmm. you guys well as well. A lot of wells there. All right, let's go to tournament well. strategy here, John. Uh, Got to pick some pitchers that are going to be a little bit of a deeper flyer. And I know he's someone that you've picked in the past, but you're turning back to this guy. Who yeah. is it, John? I'm going to go with, with Nick Tropiano again. Uh, he's he's just so ridiculously cheap at 6,400. I know we mentioned uh, just before this that that, that uh, Angels-Brewers game is kind of expected to be on the higher scoring end of things. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that as well. I understand that. But Tropiano, he gives you just so much flexibility uh, to, to go out and spend, kind of like how you said, you, you're going to have like three, four serious studs in your lineup. Tropiano is the kind of pitcher that can allow you to get into that range. And I also feel pretty good about his production of late. He's been very solid to start start out the year. His ERA is only at a 2.11. And he's going against a Brewer team that strikes out the fourth most uh, in the bigs with a K rate of 25.1%. So I, I'm going to go with Tropiano, roll the dice here a little bit. I know it's kind of going to be a high-scoring game. It might get a little ugly, but I could see him coming out with a win here and getting some Ks on the in the process. Yeah, I mean, Tropiano's a guy I spent with a 6-7% fab bid, and he's been doing very well for me so far. So I'm probably going to root for him against Milwaukee again. As a Brewers fan, we're pretty much hoping for a draft pick <laughs> at this point in the season. So yeah, I do like Tropiano, and at 6400 that's pretty much a steal. I think his price will catch up eventually, mm-hmm. but until then, you have to adjust accordingly. Now, my guy's going to be uh, a little bit more expensive, but uh, like I said, uh, using him, I was able to get some other stacked hitters in my lineup. Now, I really like Matt Moore at home against the Dodgers today. Matt Moore sits at 7600 and there are a lot of reasons I like him, but as I continue to do more research on the matchup tonight, I fell in love with him more and more. Now, a lot of that starts with the Dodgers' bats just going ice cold. In the last seven days, 
a 233 weighted on base percentage that's dead last in the league in the last week of action so I don't know what happened to the Dodgers bats the name I mean I know Gonzalez is slumping a little bit Puig slumping big time uh, I mean they tried Puig in the leadoff spot that doesn't make a lot of sense to me the way he chases but nonetheless uh, those bats have just gone cold and I think more can continue that streak going I mean the Dodgers have a 228 batting average against left-handed pitchers that's good for number 23 in the league so bottom third and also Matt Moore he does bring some tournament upside for you. He's had three quality starts and five attempts this year. The ones that he didn't get them are, are, were mostly due to innings, but he also has strikeout upside. He struck out 10 White Sox, known as, I mean, their their team has been, their offensive team side of the Super plate is yeah, very solid for the White Sox. He struck out nine against the Orioles, who, I mean, they'll struck out once in a while, but you give a guy who has a good shot at a quality start, a home matchup. I believe the Rays are minus 123 favorites in that last time I looked. So just slight favorites when you take the uh, when you take the house out. So I mean, there's there's enough upside there and more. And when I use the guy like Moore mixed with some other value play options such as you know Russell Martin, Javi Baez, Preston Tucker, then I'm able to round out the rest of my lineup with Goldschmidt, Stanton, Trout, Zobrist, and Arod. And I think that just gives me so much potential there in a fantasy lineup. Yeah, I fully endorse Matt the Matt Moore pick i think that you got the combination of price plus i've watched a couple of his starts this year he looks like he's back like he Mm -hmm. he really looks like uh pre tommy john form and i think another kind of nice element to that pick tonight is the general public probably still assumes that the dodgers are are the dodgers you know they're, Mm -hmm. they're they're not really worried about them being mired in a slump but you know they're all the way across the country and they are slumping so badly like you mentioned with all those numbers Mm -hmm. you know I think people can kind of maybe be scared off a little bit by more. They're like, oh, well, they're going against Adrian Gonzalez and Puig. Like, oh. But you know what? I think he's going to have a really, really nice start tonight. And I think that's a really solid play for tournaments. Yeah, you know, not only tournaments, but I'm actually using him in some cash games as well. I'm going to throw that lineup in in the $2 big double up and uh, probably going to do it in, in at least the sack fly or something on FanDuel right to on. get myself some tournament exposure there. Well, thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Remember that first-time FanDuel users that make a deposit of $25 or more via Rotowire can get six months of complimentary access to Rotowire. No strings attached there. Otherwise, to just check out rotowire.com on your own, go to rotowire.com slash pod. That's rotowire.com slash pod. You get a free 10-day trial, no payment information, nothing like that. But keep in mind the FanDuel promotion, Rotowire free trial. Check those lineups on Rotowire tonight to get you on the right track. Once again, I am Jake Latarski. If you're out there on Twitter, at jakeski 52 and I'm John McKechnie. You can follow me on Twitter at Johnny McKex. All right. The Rotowire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast will return Wednesday with Benny Riccardi and James Seltzer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.